Hello and welcome to This Dummy, a podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I get drafted into the Space Corps with Angela Bassett, go AWOL with Gwen Stefani's career, and head back to war with Kanye and Taylor. I know some soldiers in here. Where are they at? Yo. Here we are. What's happening? Uh, nothing much is going on with me. Just relaxing. Um, uh, do you guys have tomorrow off? Is tomorrow holiday? Yeah. I'm where you live? I'm free. Oh, tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, it's Monday everywhere. It's Monday everywhere. Is it President's Day everywhere? Not everywhere, but we're getting the President's oh, Day, too. We're getting it. to recognize the President's, too. Fantastic. <clears throat> and do you know tomorrow's the Grammys too? I know. I thought they were tonight. I thought they were Sunday, um, but they're so, tomorrow. Monday seems like a weird day. Monday seems like a weird day to to cast them. Like, why why not Sunday? Is there something else happening on Sunday that we don't know about? Yeah, I don't know. Nothing I can think of. It's just oh, well, the Good Wife is coming on. I know you're excited. about I that. am because this is the last season. They dropped that oh. bombshell. During so the Super you, Bowl. So it's okay, the so final. you didn't know that that was going to be the final season? No, I had no idea. So were you shocked and chagrined when you heard the news? I was chagrined. I was dismayed. I had to take a seat. I had okay. to catch my breath, adjust my wig, all of it. Yeah, all of that. Speaking of wigs, do you know that Juliana Margulies actually wears a wig on that show? I did know that, but I didn't know that until recently, until maybe like a season and a half ago, when I was like, why does her center part look like that? Did you clutch your pearls when it, when it was confirmed? Were no, no. <laughs> I just try, I always try to ignore it, because now that I see it, it just looks unnatural. Well, see, now this is another surprising white women who wear lace front situation again. Right. Because why like, would she? Why would she need to? But I think that, you know what? They're just really versatile and everybody's getting into it. It's true. You know? Everybody's down with, with a, a little bit of lace on their forehead now. Why not? I mean, so I know Julia Louis-Dreyfus wears one on Veep, which took me a minute. I was like, oh, she cut her hair for this HBO show. And then you see her doing interviews with Ellen with her long... Uh, Flowing <laughs> raven locks. Exactly. Uh, yeah. With her Elaine Benna's hair. And you're like, oh, no. Well, you know, we still we still have Miss Glenn Close to thank for... Uh, I feel like the reignition of lace front usage, usage among white women. That was the most shocking reveal. That was because she really had a full, well-conditioned, flowing bob on the show. Yeah, but full when mane she and tail. Red, when she hit the red carpet, it was a different situation. <laughs> Some thinning had occurred. It was a finer curlier more translucent yes more poodly do right right so yeah it looked like Um, damages (laughs) (laughs) yeah here we go um speaking of the grammys uh breaking beyonce news uh, apparently she's going to be uh in the audience at the grammys and there's some speculation (laughs) There's no, that, yeah, that's the big break. There's, there's speculation that she actually may be performing as well. That would be a big get. I know right now their big headliner that you hear in all the commercials is Adele. Adele returning to the Grammy stage in the first time since forever is going to be a big deal. Yeah, um, but I really that wasn't really motivating me to tune in, honestly. Now this has got my DVR set. Really? This that well, of course, I think everyone's going to tune in for Beyonce, but I thought you would have already been signed up because they're planning some big Gwen Stefani stunt as well. Yes, that's right. They're also planning the first ever live music video, and Gwen Stefani is filming it to promote her new single, which just debuted. Have you heard it? No, I haven't. I'm waiting for you to tell me if this is something I'm going to be able to get into. Well, you know, I actually, in order to like talk to you today, I actually just got out from under the covers in my room because after I heard the single, I just shut myself in my room and 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 shat and shat <laughs> and no. shat the bed and sat and was just sitting shiva for her career because oh. I think it. Let's just listen to it. Here we go. Okay. 
Now, okay, I'm not doing any sort of backflips and up snap guns and saying, yes, queen, to this. I mean, do you even have a, a two-step for this? Do you have anything for it? I, it just feels, uh, it feels kind of dated. She is supposed to take me to the future. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, like, yes, want a, yes. I want a Pharrell beat. Right. And I want some, like, Surly Gwen Stefani lyrics. I want a cheerleader stomp. Shout out! I want an Eve collaboration. I need. I want. What I want from Gwen Stefani is for her to preempt Fergie's comeback. She should have undercut that, right? Exactly. I don't think it's happening. I don't think we're gonna get that. What's going on here? Yeah, it does. You're right. It feels dated. It feels like something that didn't make a Katy Perry album. This sounds like it's something that didn't make the Paris Hilton first album because it sounds like. Stars are blind. It does. It does. Which is a song I'm not even entirely mad at. But you're right. It sounds like it didn't make that Paris album. Yeah, it's a Paris Hilton reject. What's happening here? I don't what know. What has gone wrong? She's got this I've... weird, like, rebel hard-ass album cover. It just feels out of step with her brand. Yeah, this is not right. And I blame Blake Shelton on Absolutely. all of this. All of this. All of this I blame happening. The Voice. I blame Blake Shelton. I blame Miranda Lambert. I don't know if there's really any way to turn this one around. Mm-mm. Instead of this, instead of disco Tetris, it's like we have mom jeans, right? Yeah. Mom jeans, mom jeans, and Hagen Dazs. Yeah. So, also on the heels of the release of this single, uh, no doubt has announced that they are reforming. However, without Gwen Stefani, and, and they are actually working with AFI's Davy Havoc. Mm. And they're coming together to form a super group. Now, this sounds more like we're sick of waiting around for Gwen. We're just going to go out on our own because we're tired of it. We're tired of being in the background and we need to make some coins too. Okay. I can appreciate the we need to make some coins angle. But super group is a bit of an overstatement. Yeah, I'm side-eyeing the super group. No thanks. Because didn't they just go on tour like two years ago with Gwen? They did, and then they released the album, which wasn't really all that successful. Yeah, forgettable venture, forget it. Yeah, they've they've had a lot of hiccups in the last couple of years, but I guess they're just kind of they've kind of had it, and now they're they're going off on their own. But I don't know. Gwen Stefani may soon be reuniting with them because this this solo effort here. I'm not feeling it. I'm not yeah. feeling this. Uh, yeah, I'm not into it. It's like she used to be this model of like high fashion and pop art, and she used to have this California cool about her. And now, like, it's all mom feelings. And can, I want to participate, but I'm going to have to be absent. I feel like. This can day. we just do like a loving memory of like her hits right now? I just need I need something to give me some sort of hope. Yeah. Some life. What What best represents her happier days? I think Hollaback Girl. For Gwen in memoriam. Here we go. Yeah, well, this shit is bananas. <laughs> I don't know what's, what's happened to my queen. I'm going to hold out for the third single. and I'm, I'm not going to make any final, final judgments until A, I hear the album. But I've got to hear like one Pharrell beat. There's got to be something in, in the track listing. That, yeah, I mean, they're co-judges can... on that damn show. I can't believe that Pharrell didn't have any tracks on this album. Yeah, but please just don't give me a featuring Adam Levine duet. I don't need that. Right. Not at all. No, 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 no. No, no, no. On to more happier things. Yeah, so Beyonce could possibly be performing at the Grammys, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Don't care about... I don't even really care about this music video that Gwen's about to shoot. The live video. The live video is going to be for this song, right? Right. It must be. What's happening? I'd usually be 
there for it. You, yeah, you would be. This is going to be a full-scale target integration. <sighs> All right. Well, let's just move on. Equally so, before we move on to happier things, I just have to say that I'm also going to be absent for Kanye's new album. Oh, that's right now. Oh, I just feel like after all the happiness and joy that the Queen Bee brought us last week, now we have to come back to all of the shenanigans and hubbubaloo that people like Kanye are bringing us. Yeah. And he brought it this week. He brought some bumblicity this week. He did. A whole a whole lot of, like, grade A bullshit. And I know that they think they're really doing something over there at Tidal. I know they think that they're launching a Tidal wave with this Rihanna, Beyonce, Kanye, Rapid Succession releases. But no thank you. You're not into it. I'm sure they got a few new subscriptions, but... Don't look to me. I'm not coming off my 1099 or whatever it is to sign up for that nonsense. Well, you know they caught me from my wallet last weekend or two weekends ago they with, did. with Rihanna. They got yeah. me. You got, got me. I'm a victim. You got shook down. Now, so Kanye not only released an album, but he also had his uh, debut of Ye- Yeezy Season 3 uh, that coincided with like a listening party. A grand listening party that was at Madison Square Garden. Did you see any of this mess? I saw a little bit on um, Instagram. This is, I mean, I don't understand who the target customer is for this streetwear. Right. I mean, it's like the 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 million the billionaire homeless population because it's you know mothball eaten uh, leggings and leg warmers for like the rich and homeless. I don't get it. What's happening? Right. It's like refugee wear. Why all the fanfare for? I still don't understand. I don't. I'm actually not entirely mad at his line. I'm mad at the price point. Are you gonna wear one of those uh, scratchy, scratched up sweatshirts? I, I can only hope that they're soft, but they do look uncomfortable. If I was gifted one, I would wear it. You would rock it. Yeah. Now, would you only rock it because it's like a ye- it's a Yeezy? Sure. It's a Yeezy I, w- I would rock it for the and, conversation. And I would rock it for the conversation, but the design I can, isn't I can, terrible. I can, I can get you a Forever 21 sweatshirt and get like a blowtorch <laughs> and put a blowtorch to it and you would be looking couture. Give it the creme brulee treatment? I would creme brulee that so quick. Okay. And that would probably run me about $30. Right. And you'd be styling. Okay. And I'll tell people it's Jesus. Just let me know. Yeah. And you can just be like, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy. <laughs> it's so easy. You could do it. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, the entire Kardashian crew was there, even including Caitlyn. Caitlyn was even rocking some Yeezy season three. The whole brood was there. Looking like the brood, yeah. They were donned out looking like they were, like, extras from Ice Age 4 (laughs) in fur coats Mm -hmm. and holy sweaters. Yeah, mastodon boots. It was a mess. And also, Lamar Odom made his... uh, he reintroduced himself back into the family right now if you had a brand new lease on life would you spend any of your time participating in this bullshit like is that the first thing you would go to this this entire like publicity minstrel show i would not i would i would be like on an i would be in like honolulu on the beach or something having a non-alcoholic grotta sure because he needs to you know clean his role straight edge all of it it's straight on that edge Mm mm-hmm but yeah, so he he was involved in the mix. I would think that that would just be too overwhelming for him at this point. I agree. But all of this, like the Lamar Odom sighting, I've seen like snapshots here and there of Rob slimmed down. I just feel like this year is going to be a big year for Kardashian bullshit. Yeah, well, I mean, Kanye has already started with the Kardashian bullshit with his latest set of lyrics that he put out on Life of Pablo. Did you hear about this? Yeah, well, I, I saw him is uh saturday night live performance of the two songs i forget what they're called and it's like i think it was highlights and it was ultra violet light or ultra beam ultra something beams or something like that okay there were a lot of uv references bring your sunglasses for the uv protection Mm -hmm. there was a lot of that and it sounds like bring your spf bring your spf 50 it all sounds like gospel rap from the church of autotune um and yeah, there were a lot of like reality TV references in those lyrics. He he called out Ray J, which hello, that was like two or three years ago when Ray J came out with that song. I hit it first. Right. Please can't don't you, wait you... four years to respond. Please, please. Did that get stuck in your inbox somewhere in the spam folder? Yeah. 
he also makes reference to Black China and Rob uh, losing weight. Yep. Yep. So he was basically he's basically like spitting like us weekly lyrics. Right. Mm. Which yeah. I can't abide. I'm not buying this. I don't I don't like this at all. And of course, he has now reignited the Taylor Swift I'm gonna let you finish feud of 2009 Again. with the lyrics decades old feud. Yes. And what were those lyrics? What did he say? I might still sleep with Taylor or something like that. I made that be famous. Right. Why even go back? Why? Why? This is such, this. I. It's 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 befuddling to me that he would want to revisit this for any sort of reason, and it, 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 I think it just proves that he has completely lost his mind. Also, I'm I'm setting the the countdown clock now for uh kardashian kanye divorce 2016 right now I oh think we really probably have about uh, this is a it, wendy I, williams grade uh prediction right i'm now. putting I'm, I'm setting the clock now this is just ridiculous i mean he's really showing out i mean how long can you stand by a crazy man like kanye before you have to kind of hit the eject button I, I think if you're Kim Kardashian, you stick in until that bank account is gone. <laughs> so you just completely, completely tap out the Bank of yeah. America ATM. Until and she sees that $35 overdraft fee. Right. And then you, you file your papers. And then, and then you get in, then you get in the Maybach and, and tear out, tear out. With both them babies. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, it just seems like there's just too many, uh, too many stunts too many feuds he was just talking about wendy williams the other week there's just too much anger there's too much anger it's too much stunting i mean i used to believe in kanye west's talent i would even at one point have gone so far as to say kanye West genius because i think that he really had something but he has gone too far he's lost his he mind and he's put far. out what is the equivalent of the clickbait of music yeah i mean well i must say that he does have a a, a genius, genius understanding of beats and sound. And, you know, like he, he said in one interview that he had, he suffered from that whole where you can see music like synesthesia. Uh -huh. But I think it's beyond synesthesia now. I think it's something like synesthesia, bipolar, schizophrenia that he's, he's got. He's got probably got a, a, a combination of uh, situations up there. Well, he needs a combination of Zoloft, lithium, pampering all of it yeah and a metamucil too because he just must be like he just that maybe that that's where the anger stems from it's just like extreme constipation maybe maybe he does clench his <laughs> jaw real constipation tight. and consternation why certainly consternation now i'm dropping a beat <laughs> another title exclusive mm -hmm. yeah Sign i just really up. feel like his creativity is stunted because this album doesn't even sound progressive it doesn't sound futuristic it sounds like a t-pain experiment oh boy uh yeah this auto-tune business is way played out and what's worse than that is he was making fun of that whole sound before like he was making fun of t-pain as being illegitimate when it's like you've been you first of all 808s and heartbreak like, you've been doing biting T-Pain style for three or four albums now. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, after T-Pain did that Tiny Desk NPR series and sang live, yeah, I don't I don't have much. I think, you know, get it, T-Pain. He doesn't need auto-tune. He doesn't even a, need it. A wonderful surprise. Yeah. Hmm. He had a smooth velvety yeah. going on. Did you see him in that Super Bowl commercial? Did we talk about that? Uh, no, I don't think so. He was in the uh, the mini commercial. Oh. Yeah, he cut his hair and was wearing a little bow tie. He said, this mini's not hip-hop. Uh-huh. When they're all like... What did he say? This mini's not hip-hop. <laughs> he did it in his natural voice. Oh, he did it in his natural it voice. Was See, there, Lewis. there was no top hat. Once no again. Golden once tips. again. See, that's evolution, Kanye. He's proved us wrong. He's grown. That's called expansion. But he doesn't have a record deal, so sorry to hear. Yeah, well, he doesn't have a record deal? I don't think so. What's the last What's time we heard from T-Pain? It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. But now that we talk about it, maybe it will come to fruition. Yeah, it's the power of this dummy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, what else is going on? What good is happening in the world? Well, it seems like more women of color are going to be um, going into outer space, taking the lead. 
right. and showing the way to the future. Not being deported. They're being pioneers. That's right. Yeah. Space pioneers. That's right. Space what have we captain. got? Well, it's recently been announced that Brian Fuller is going to be the executive producer of the new Star Trek series on CBS. That's exciting. A lot of people are... That's really exciting. It's like the the last Star Trek series that we had was back from that one with Scott Bakula. Right. That was like Voyager or Deep Space Nine. It was in the 90s. Oh, I don't even think it was Voyager. I think, wasn't Voyager a whole other one too? I don't know. There were a few. Let's look this up. Oh, it was Enterprise that uh, Scott Bakula was on. Oh, what what year was that? Uh, Enterprise ran from 2001 until 2005. Huh. Is that the last Star Trek series that we've had? I guess I didn't even know that existed. I checked out at Star Trek Voyager, which was in 2001. That's when that ended. Oh, okay. So that came right after Voyager. And I think that um, Voyager had Red from Orange is the New Black leading as, as the captain, correct? I believe so, yes. That's Clearly, right. we're not we're not the biggest sci-fi Star Trek fan. No kidding. But I know however, the original, and I know the last two movies. And I, yeah, exactly. I know Zoe Saldana was in the last two movies. Right. That's kind of our slant. That's our focus. Uh, I think this one may be right up our alley, though. Because it could be because if anything they're saying on the internet is true, um, there may be a chance that the true queen supreme of American horror. Coven, Miss Angela Bassett will be the star and captain of this next series. Applause, applause, applause. Woo! I could watch Angela Bassett do anything. She's so great. I really could, but I could watch her. I could watch her whipping Nene on a Star Trek series for sure. Sure, it's the new Captain Kirk or Captain Picard or Captain whatever. Yeah. Captain Bassett. Most definitely. Most definitely. And the rumor is that this Brian Fuller also what his dream team is to have Angela Bassett as the captain and Rosario Dawson as the commander. I'm here for it. Most definitely. Yes, ma'am. Sign me up for space camp. Yeah. This is going to be like a Star Trek space Amazonian Nubian Latina right. goddess adventure. How funny would it be if the new Enterprise was all like... United Colors of Benetton, full diversity, and then every planet they went to was all white people. Just sort of like the re- full <laughs> reversal from the original full series. Full reversal. Like, what's happening on these worlds? Yeah. But just, and, and, then coming, and then coming to these, these planets and giving them uh, history lessons in uh, black and Latin culture. <laughs> Marimba beats. That's right. Lessons. That's right. Mm-hmm. Black eyed peas. Like, how to cook black eyed peas. Right. Right. How to get your greens right. How to get over the funk of the chitlins. And then they take off. And then they just take off. Having both look on. Making universes and galaxies a better place. Star Trek soul food. That's right. And Beyonce's formation would be the, the opening theme the song. The theme song. Womp womp. That's right. Womp. Yeah, that would be great. Do they, um, need, some, do they need some extra producers on this show? Because we've got a lot of we, ideas. We've got plenty of ideas. Call us. Now, who... It's going to be on okay, CBS, Okay, let's take though. this time to kind of round out the cast, because now I'm really into this. Okay. I, I feel like if we say it, it, could, it might become real, but we'll just make an audio vision board of, of what uh, we would expect on this series. So we've got Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. We've got Rosario Dawson. No, Rosario Dawson would be like the second in command. She'd be like the lieutenant commander, right? Right. So we've got to like have somebody... We've got to have someone like fill the communications commander role, which Ohura had done in the first series. Now, who would be that? Mm. Can we put Whoopi back on the bridge? Um, that's a possibility. That's yeah. a possibility. I, that's I, definitely I, a possibility. Okay, I want her to sort of have a stationary. I don't, she's not going to be running around shooting. That's uh, right, and you know she needs a special chair because she had some sort of surgery or something. Right. Oh goodness. Right. Yeah. So she had some sort of orthopedic surgery that required her to to have a special chair on the View, which totally made the producers of the View very angry. Do you remember that? Is that just me dreaming? I don't know. She manages to stomp out there in those crazy shoes every day. So I, if she can't sit down for 45 she minutes. She had some kind of like special crazy sleep number chair that she had to sit in because her back wasn't right. And it was like really ugly and gargantuan. And like, then they had to get the rest of the, the, the panel to have the same chairs. It was, it was something, it was something weird. They she all needed were like, like a, in, a prescription lazy boy. 
Right. They were all sitting in like these Barker lounges for a couple of weeks because Whoopi had to sit in one specially for, you know, for her medical condition. That's hilarious. I think she's really trying to get fired from that job. Yeah, I think she's really kind of over it. You know, there was something in the news recently that said that Tamar Braxton might be up for the mo- the moderator That's position. That's enough. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I shouldn't even you. brought that to the table. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> no. oh, let's cut the commercial. Yeah, right. Real quick. This is where we need sponsors, because that would be a great opportunity to call mm-hmm. us, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got Whoopi back on the bridge. I was thinking like a, a, a fantastic communication it would be like Spinderella. And she Ooh. could just scratch some beats or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the new communication console. It's just actually oh. like two turntables and a microphone. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She'd right. be handling that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiki Palmer, does she get a job? Space intern? Um, well, she's well, she's still on Scream Queens, right? Or do they change do they change cast and crew every season? I don't know what the deal is gonna be over there. Yeah. But she's young, she can multitask. She could, she could go, she could jump to and fro from bo- both shows. That's for sure. Who, who else here? Let's think. I would really, I, I need like Leslie Jones to be like the head of security. I need Leslie Jones to do everything. You, you did yeah. you see SNL this weekend? I saw little clips of it. I did see that one clip about B. So funny. Let's just, can we listen to it now? Yeah, let's do it. Was it. the day they lost their damn white minds. Ashley? Honey? What are you listening to? The new Beyonce song. I really like it. Oh, God. You're black, too. Cam, that is my daughter. Your daughter's over in the bed. Remember? You invited us for a play day? Oh, that's right. Thank God. This would be okay. So this would be a great first mission for the the Star Trek crew because I mean there have been some white people that have been losing their minds post Beyonce video music Super Bowl drop yeah. of 2016. Rudy Giuliani is up in arms because he's saying that this is a front and an affront uh, against the the police. Uh, and he just can't believe that Beyonce would have the audacity to do something like this, and blah 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 blah. Right, I'm like, like she's was watching in... the same performance no that kidding. I was watching. Yeah, well, like, half the people didn't even realize that there were any Black Panther references. Nobody took it as like an anti-police movement thing. That just it, it was a black affirmation. Yeah, I mean, it was anti-police brutality, right. but not anti-police ridiculous which is an important distinction which i think any reasonable person could make and i guess twitter was all a fire as well because there were some i guess there were some feminists that took offense to the fact that they didn't feel included in the formation video now i don't i can't i don't think i'm going to go that far to think that it was all white feminists i mean there's some there were some headlines and articles stating that but there were a few people on Twitter that were a little bit upset and didn't feel like there was there should Beyonce should have included them in in this sort of like feminist message. But Azalea Banks, uh oh Queen of Messy Twitter, uh oh had come back and she uh defended Beyonce by saying, hold on, let me just get this here. Uh oh. No shade. I could honestly throw up in a box watching all these white women go in about the damn formation song. Some things are not for you, honey. Get over it, for fuck's sake. Hmm. Why only support black women? What about all women, Sarah cried as she pulled hot sauce out of her bag and used his eye drops. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Anyway, and she goes on and on and on. What do you think about that? I always get real nervous when Azalea Banks opens her mouth, fires up that Twitter finger. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Yeah, so that was I can co-sign response. this one. I can co-sign this Twitter missive. Yeah, she, you know, sometimes she, sometimes she spits facts, though. Sometimes. I mean, you've gotta gotta like parse, parse it out. But sometimes her message is for good and not for just messy, hot ass mess evil. It's even a broken, crazy clock is right twice a day. Yeah, that's true. It keep on keeping on. I really hope that she does this Grammys performance. You think it's a possibility? I'm just going to hope, hope, hope. 
I think it's a po- I'm a, I think it's definitely a possibility. My only my only suspicion or or like question mark is that would she do the same does she have time in a week to put together a new performance? Would she do the same song? Hmm. I don't know. Although, I although did, I wouldn't be mad if she did. I think it would. She would definitely switch up the performance somehow. Remember when she dropped "Run the World, Girls" and then she went everywhere to perform it, and like she performed it on the Today Show, she performed it for Oprah, she performed it at Billboard, she performed it in London, and every time she did it was a new look and like a new theme. Yeah, and I wasn't mad at it. I watched I every single performance. Yeah, I watched them all. They were great. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this will be the same deal. Hopefully, I hope so. Yeah. You know, I think that we're going to have to just keep uh, continue staying on the Beyonce beat because there's a lot of Beyonce business that's happening. So that's true. I think I think we should just actually form a special segment on the show called Beyonce Business. Back to business. That's right. And that'll be the That'll be the tag for it. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So that's our Beyonce business for the day. Did we already talk about the fact that Red Lobster sales like shot up 33% after the video drop? Yeah, thanks, Beyonce. Thank you, Beyonce. I hope Red Lobster is giving her lifetime of those Cheddar Bay biscuits that they were tweeting about because she pulled them back from the brink single-handedly. That's right. Oh, also, I heard that there was once a, a Red Lobster in Beverly Hills. That sounds like an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I think I think it's closed down now. So you, you're going to have to find another Red Lobster to go to. I know that you were saying yeah. last week that there are no Red Lobsters in L.A. I don't think there are. I mean, I can barely get to an Olive Garden in Los Angeles. So I don't think there's a Red Lobster. Although I will say that there is a Cheesecake Factory in the heart of Beverly Hills, which to me is baffling. I think it's think the original one. Do you think she's going to like drop a couple bars about uh, Cheesecake Factory in her next single maybe? Maybe she'll just be putting, she'll be shouting out all of all of our favorite restaurants. Uh huh. Well, I hope so. There's going to be a lot of sodium in my diet then for this next six months. <laughs> so I try to make the Beyonce round doing the Beyonce circuit. Well, apparently there's a Red Lobster in Glendale that you could go to. I see it right here. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this has been a great episode. I'll see you guys next week. All right, good night. Right bye. to Red Lobster right now. Just <laughs> going right on over. Although maybe um, not today. It's the LA Marathon. They've got all the streets blocked off, so everybody's not running. Get anywhere. Yeah, everyone's running. Everyone's going. Um, you know, her her longtime stylist was actually interviewed a couple days ago uh, after the Super Bowl, and apparently, obviously, I mean, this is not really a surprise, but he has heard the album, and he says that the album is beyond awesome. Um, Ty Hunter was on uh, Watch What Happens as the bartender a couple days ago, and that's what he had to say about the new album. Hmm. I'm sure. I'm like, the, I believe you. I, I'm not sure that I do. I believe that that was the official script given to him by Parkwood Entertainment. <laughs> if anybody asks, you've heard it and it's great, and you say nothing else. But so, do you have like you have reservations about what? status the album is in uh, yeah yes i do <clears throat> so you think that there's a chance that it like that this could have been the only song that they've crafted i mean i'm sure she's probably recorded in the last two years since the last album or two or three years since the last albums come out probably 150 songs yeah easily hundreds and hundreds of songs yeah whether or not right. they'll make it into the album whether or not they're going to get frankenstein and cobbled together like they were on beyonce i don't know Mm-hmm. We'll just have to wait and see because it's I've not got, unlike got, her to launch a world tour without an album. That's true, but I've got a lot of high hopes for this one because the rollout again has been seamless and it's been well executed. Yeah, it's and been perfectly, perfectly executed. With news of this Grammy performance, I have even even higher hopes. I'm like they are they're just on the right track. They're on the right track. They're doing. They're hitting. They're they're dotting all their eyes and crossing their T's. And this is the way the publicity machine is supposed to work. Yeah. It's like guerrilla publicity. Just pop-up surprises every year. You know what? Now that we're talking about it, I believe that she's going to turn up at the Grammys. I think there's going to be a big surprise performance. Everyone's jaw is going to drop again. Right. Huh. Do you think Lady Gaga is somewhere just like really angry about this situation? I know. Because she's, she's kind of had a, a sl, like a slow 
cruise shippy rollout of her publicity machine? It's been a slowly crafted uh, kind of re reformating, if you will. Yeah, a reformulation for the Gaga image. I mean, yeah. she didn't do the halftime show. She did the national anthem. She, right. I don't know. She's going to do the David Bowie tribute. The stage with Bowie thing. She's got a David Bowie tattoo yesterday. Is so that she's true? Uh, that's true. She's on board and she's in. But uh, I don't know. I think that Beyonce may once again take the wind out of her sails. She's gonna, is... Beyonce's going to upstage everybody. And Lady Gaga needs to get out of third gear if she wants to keep her career. Yeah. That's all to it. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Speaking of career uh, rehab, um, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool just uh, premiered this week. Did you? Uh, do you have any interest in going to see this? What are your thoughts on that? You know, here are my thoughts on this. I know this Deadpool <laughs> movie had been kicking around for like 10 years, I think. It's mm-hmm. a long time since maybe the second or third X-Men movie people were talking about Ryan Reynolds doing right, this because, movie. right. But when was the last time Ryan Reynolds made any sort of box office impression? Uh, uh, exactly. Okay, yeah. So yeah. when I saw that Marvel was gonna, this was going to be a Marvel movie and it was coming out in February, I was like, this is bad news. This is going to be the first Marvel bomb because they don't even have confidence in it to, to make it a summer release. Right. However, however, here I am, standing corrected. Deadpool, number one at the box office this week, taking in a cool $80 million. Oh, is that where it is right now? I know it's... No, actually, uh, Deadpool's coming in with $135 million box office this week. Really? Pretty impressive. That's insane. Pretty impressive. I know it made $47.5 million just in its first day made and that made it the biggest r-rated single day gross in history the second biggest day ever for 20th century fox so obviously we're going to we're going to get a franchise out of this yeah apparently according to entertainment weekly deadpool came in at 135 million and it was the first r-rated movie ever to break 100 million in its opening weekend yeah that's impressive i mean it's still february that's a big W for Ryan. Uh, you know, like, cause like he said, he hasn't really been in anything hot. No, he's like the well, Jessica Alba of box office. He's the male Jessica Alba. He was Alba. in a lot of Albas left and right. And, you know, the last time he was in a uh, spandex superhero costume, it was the Green Lantern. And that was a big old Did bomb. Didn't work out. It was a big fat stinker. And that could have been really interesting. But I think that's that more to the fact that DC Comics and Warner Brothers can't really seem to pull off a superhero movie that they is not. They really Batman. can't get it going. It was just announced a couple days ago that the next Transformers uh, installment is going to go head-to-head with the Wonder Woman movie that is about to come out. And that doesn't Mm, sound good at all either for them. That sounds like bad news. But what do you think the disconnect is with Ryan Reynolds? I know this this is a big win for him for sure. Deadpool is going to be his cash cow for the next couple of movies. But why don't people like to check in on him? Uh, I don't know, but I don't think that Ryan was really checking – excuse me – I don't think Ryan was really checking on kind of like box office fate or like success for the last couple of years. He's kind of been tied up being a dad and being married to Blake Lively. I mean, that's the only oh, really- sure. That's very convenient. Oh, uh, am I, I am I just spinning it? Am I, I spinning think, the yeah. narrative? Yes, you are quite quite spinning the narrative uh, because him and Blake Lively <clears throat> have both tried to have careers. Post right. I mean that that green that Green Lantern was cryptid. It wasn't Green Lantern. It was it was uh, whatever the emerald. It was actually kryptonite. Right for their careers. Yeah. And what was her lifestyle brand? She was selling Ooh. hats and bags. Preserve. Yes. Mm-mm. Preserve was rotten. Rotten preserves. Yeah, that didn't work out for her. Yeah, but I'm just surprised that in this like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Bradley Cooper world with these wise wise cracking handsome guys handsome leading men why he couldn't ever find his footing because he kind of I would take a Ryan Reynolds over Bradley Cooper for sure any day you could swap them out but oh yeah most people definitely. show up for Bradley Cooper not so much for Ryan Reynolds not so much for Ryan Reynolds I think that this this you know given the numbers of this he's he's kind of rebooted rebooted himself and uh, I'm sure he'll have more opportunities to uh 
uh, flex those uh, acting chops, uh, flex those muscles. Yeah, I think literally just and that. figuratively. Yeah. Although he ha- he has never been as jacked as he was in Blade Three, though. Why'd you have to bring up Blade Three? Well, because well, that 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 I mean that was really <laughs> where. He broke That's, out as an action star, right? He broke out of the spandex, and you were like, he hey, almost did. <laughs> hey, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Opposite Jessica Biel, the other box office Jessica. You know, we were just talking about Jessica Biel in Total Recall yesterday. Did you ever see that Total Recall reboot? No, I didn't. With Colin Farrell? I, I, I had really high hopes for that, too. For that movie you did? Uh-huh, and it just... No, there are just certain red flags that you can't get past. Okay, and up until like now, it. up until now, Ryan Reynolds was one of them. Jessica Biel is always a red flag. There's <sighs> nothing you can do. There's never been a good Jessica Biel movie. Let me think for a minute. Ever. Okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. My my brain hurts. Yeah. Well, maybe um, Ryan is leading the charge for these... Uh, they're not even like in, there's not there's not even like a grading system for these type of actors like because they're not like they're not a list obviously they're not b but I don't I wouldn't call them like I mean I guess maybe they're b list b minus list yeah they're... but they don't even really fall into a category because they don't have much work they just kind of like exist <laughs> outside of this like sort of like celebrity sphere of like ranking systems like I wouldn't call them a c list actor no like. Or like even a B list. Where are they? I think B list is appropriate. Appropriate because they're still movie stars. <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds is still a movie star. He's not like doing Lifetime movies. He's not Jennifer Love Hewitt level now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. He's they just not don't like, get yeah. any traction. And I mean, he was Sandra Bullock's lucky charm in her comeback vehicle, The Proposal, a few years ago. But that's right. He didn't get the same jump off she did. Yeah. So he was like the Janet Jackson to her Justin Timberlake. Is that what you're saying? <sighs> So she like ripped off the nipple pasty. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yeah. Well, now it's time for him to rip off the pasty. Stop. Get, oh, maybe not. Okay, <laughs> just, just edit that stop. out. Just edit that out. That's like not even correct. <laughs> just get rid of that, please. Do okay. Please stop the tape. <laughs> oh boy. Well, you know who I'm ready. Uh, you know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know who I'm really ready for to have her moment. <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> Wait, is this with the transition we're gonna I use? I don't Are we know. Cutting any of that out? I we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me, what were you about to say? Someone uh, else is blasting off. But before we get there, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before what's happening? Drowning over here. Mm. What about LeVar Burton? Is someone going to throw him a bone for this new series? (laughs) Sure. No? If there's room for like a gopher-type character, like on the love boat, you can put (laughs) him in space. He'll make the space cocktails in this new new Star Trek. Oh, man. He'll make the Martian mojitos. Yeah. I mean, with any luck, this thing will be around for a minute. It's on CBS, which to me says it'll have legs. It'll be on for a few seasons. It'll be expensive mm-hmm. and well-produced um, because CBS obviously has all of those legacy series like NCIS and Criminal Minds, which have been on for 100 years. Right. CSI has been on. That franchise has been around since 2000. So hopefully this this Star Trek thing sticks around. And it, I, I think hope so. It'll have to. And that's the only way I think you can drag Angela Bassett away from a Ryan Murphy check because yeah. she can easily stay working over there. I really hope that this actually does come through and she takes it. I mean, it would be, I mean, just from a, a strategic kind of standpoint, this is going to be a big year for, for, for women. I think, you know, just with Hillary running for presidency and hopefully winning um, to have a woman, you know, at the helm of, 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 of the series, I think would, would be a, a fantastic thing. And I think that it would definitely draw on viewers. I mean, it's already going to have a built in audience of all the, <clears throat> of all the uh, fans of Star Trek from like the last 50 years. So, I mean, it can't not, it, it can't not be successful. Right. Well, you know, <clears throat> I mean, Madam Secretary is still on TV. You know, That's right. You know, Tia Leone still get still has a job. That's right. She's still getting that check. Yeah. So, 
So hopefully it'll stick around. I mean, Elementary's been on for what? I think this is four years and counting. That's Lucy right. Lou. Lucy Lou's still getting her check. That's right. But oh. wait a minute. Stop the presses. Oh, boy. If Elementary doesn't work out, I need her to be on the Star Trek Send series. her to space. Put her in a capsule. <laughs> Send her into orbit. Put her in the Trek suit and, and beam her up. Well, you know She'd how they like to pop Lucy Lou into everything. They really do. So they really do. I think whether Elementary goes off the air or not, Lucy Lou is going to be on that. On the Enterprise. For special guest 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 star role. Yeah. Definitely. I like it. I like it. Okay, so <clears throat> you were talking about the people? <laughs> yes. I was talking about Lupita. Yes. Um, what's going on with her? Another like another Black Girls Rock Rocks news. Black Girls Rock News. Um Black Girls Rock it out into space. Yeah. News. She's going to be in an, another big movie, it looks like. She's finally going to get her leading woman, show my face. Well, hopefully she shows her real face. Mm-hmm. High-profile okay. movie project. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's happening? Well, uh, Lupita Nyong'o is teaming up with Ava DuVernay. It's two hugely talented, underutilized Black girls are attached to what could be a huge project and it's very interesting. Uh, Lupita Nyongo obviously is our African Mexican American Academy Award winning red carpet slang favorite actress from 12 Years a Slave. Our queen. Uh, our queen. Um, most recently, she was the voice of Maz Kanata in Star Wars, which mm-hmm. people seem to love, but I was still kind of mad because it was like, why does she have to be in disguise? But she's. But still- you know, like I said, I thought Maz Kanata was adorable. She was interesting. And you know what? I'm kind of upset because it, I wanted to add that action figure to my uh, Black History uh, Science Fiction action figure uh, Smithsonian Museum that I built in my house. Did you? But, inca- what happened? No, no, Maz Kanata action figure. They didn't figure. make one. What? I know what? this is crazy. That is crazy. Like I needed to add her to to the to the fold. That's racism. That's not right. Space racism. Kickstarter. I mean Kickstarter. Uh, Change.org positions, uh, petition started. Yeah. Huh. Where's my Maz Kanata action figure? That doesn't make Where's any sense. Where's my Lupita action figure? I mean, she's already an action figure. Right. Hmm. Just hit print. <laughs> anyway, she's teaming up with Ava DuVernay, who directed Selma, which was a triumph. And then Ava DuVernay went on to direct those, like, Apple Music commercials with yep. Mary J. Blige and Kerry Washington, which seems like a big downstep. I'm still mad about the trajectory of her career. But anyway, she's going to direct this sci-fi vehicle, which is co-written and produced by Colin Trevorrow, uh, who directed Jurassic World. Cool. Very that's, nice. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, they're going to do it under Amblin Entertainment, which is Steven Spielberg's company. Big name, big project, black mm-hmm. girls winning. Uh, it's called Intelligent Life. And it's going to be, I think, an expansion of an earlier project called The Ambassador, Mm -hmm. uh, which is about a UN worker in a department that was created to represent humankind in the event of an in the event of alien contact. And the man falls in love with a mysterious woman who turns out to be surprise an alien. And that's okay. Now hold up. Wait a minute. Uh oh. So she's going to now is Lupita playing this woman who turns out to be an alien? I think so. Okay, so wait a minute. So we may have another problem again because okay. what if it's like okay, so he gets romanced by the beautiful Lupita, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they have romancy times, you know, the makeup comes off, and she's actually again Maz Kanata because <laughs> <laughs> she's an alien, right? Right. Damn it! Every time, every time. All right. Well, maybe it'll be a reversal. Maybe she'll be the UN ambassador, and he'll okay. be the alien. And we maybe don't like know yet. they can bring in they, they can do some sort of like interracial, interalien romance. Something something new, something intergalactic. Right. Maybe Simon Baker will be the alien. Well, he's available. The yeah. mentalist has been off the air for a minute. Has it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Well, probably. It probably. is a CB it was a CBS series, but yeah. I think that they, they, they put that one out to pasture. That's too bad. I do like them glasses. Um, but let me just connect the dots for a second, because Ava DuVernay and Colin Trevorrow actually have some history together. Do you know this? Uh, 
No. Um, they were both pretty much like new first or second time directors a couple years ago when they were at Sundance in 2012. Colin Trevorrow made a sci-fi movie called Safety Not Guaranteed with Aubrey Plaza and a Duplass brother. I forget which one. Uh, did you see that movie? No. It's pretty good. It went to Netflix, I think. Um, hmm. And Ava was also there, and she had a movie called Middle of Nowhere. Both movies did pretty well. Both movies got picked up by studios for distribution, and they both got deals to do other projects. Ava's deal hmm. was to direct a $20 million historical drama called Selma, and Colin's deal was to direct the $150 million movie Jurassic World. And hmm. now he's set up at Universal Studios with a production deal, working with Steven Spielberg, and Ava's ran face first into that, like, Oscar's so white with... Uh, Selma being unjustifiably shut out of all the major categories except for Best Picture, mm-hmm. and then she goes on to direct these Apple Music commercials. And I think that is just an example of the Hollywood prejudice machine in action. In they were, action. They were both new, both relatively new, untested mm-hmm. directors presented with hugely disparate opportunities. Yeah. Well, hopefully this is a make-it-right situation. Yeah. Hopefully it is. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see... Um, that they are collaborating on this because, because of their shared history. And hopefully this will be her opportunity to prove her medal in, in a, like the arena for big budget tent poles. Hopefully this is a huge, big blockbuster movie for her. So she can go on and do lots of other things. Cause she's a really talented director. And also mm-hmm. Lupita is an underutilized talent. Like we said, exactly. It's time to like actually put her in, in starring roles. Also so, Lupita and Angela Bassett both went to the Yale school of drama. High five. That's right. High five. Yeah. Great. I can't wait to tune into that. A lot of, lot of um, diversity in space. Once yeah, again. Yeah, we always have to go to space for diversity. <clears throat> yeah, they always got to send us on a rocket ship to like include us in, into the mix. What's that all about? Can't we just be on Earth and do our thing? Right. Hmm. Can't we just be at Starbucks? Right. We've always got to put on like like the, the prosthetics and get like cling get our Klingon on. Can't yeah. I just be a, a human being? Exactly. That's what I was and saying. Be included before. and be a part of it all. I wanna see Lupita Nyango in a traditional rom com. I wanna see her in a Reese Witherspoon movie playing Reese Witherspoon. I don't want right. to be her exoticized as a space alien. I mean, just step in the right direction. I think it'll be interesting with Ava, but it's still a little Ugh, baby steps. Baby Space Steps. Baby, baby Space Steps. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week.